0: We'll do it live. Fuck it.
1: (laughs) For years, the best podcasters from around the world have gathered to review, reminisce, and riff on popular franchises. They've assembled Earth's mightiest superheroes, busted their fair share of ghosts, unplugged from the Matrix, I know Kung Fu. Kept a watchful eye on Gotham City. Discovered the secrets of Jurassic Park. And other audio adventures. But there were some movies that didn't make the cut. From the creators of Podcasters Assemble comes a movie hype series hosted by a Motley crew of talent. You have a lot of unexplained deaths in your waters? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> someone should look into that. <laughs> what the fuck is going on at Amity Island? Right. Podcasters disassemble. Don't
2: let me down.
1: I'll
2: tell you what, I don't know what the hell has been going on here lately with that, but every time mm-hmm. that I went to do an episode of Podcaster Symbol through the Indiana Jones stuff yeah I would lose audio somewhere like it would cut off and then that's why I'd have to go and kind of re-record everything and I don't know why it was doing that but yet yeah. I've never had that problem Cat. when it came to recording a regular episode like on Super Mega Crash or anything like that or even Horror Rambling. Yeah, so I don't weird. know what the hell is going on with that
0: yeah that's really bizarre the podcast it just
2: only seems to be when I'm solo and it's oh, freaking yeah.
0: me out. Yeah, that is strange. Um, yeah, I always get technical difficulties at like the worst possible time. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I guess uh, let's go ahead and jump into it. Welcome back for another episode of Podcasters Disassembled it's shark week once again you know what that means we're talking shark movies this time we're watching jaws 2 if you haven't already definitely check out our episode on the first jaws the classic uh, hollywood blockbuster by steven spielberg we did an episode on that last year uh today we're watching the sequel which is not
1: as highly acclaimed <laughs> jaws 2 the terror continues. In all the vast and unknown depths of the ocean, how could there have been only one? Chief Brody, can can we go, please? I think we may have another shark problem. Are you serious, Roy Scheider? I ordered my dad! The whole beach looks incredible. Lorraine Gary (laughs) and Murray Hamilton. Look at this. That's a shark. You started a panic on a public beach. Now what if somebody decides the sewers? That's a shark. Did you ever stop to think about that? And I know what a shark looks like because I've seen one up close. And you better do something about this one because I don't intend to go through that hell again. Don't press it this time. fantasies of evil can compare with the reality of Jaws.
0: Today we're joined by Stephen White from Core <laughs> Ramblings and a bunch of other podcasts.
2: Hello, everyone. I'm grateful to be back because I wasn't that it was actually, what, uh, the last
0: episode or two? That's right. We did The Mummy together. Yeah. So yeah. glad to be back. Glad to be back. <laughs> yeah. That was a fun time. We we talked uh, mummy movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're yeah. still wrapping up our Indiana Jones season. I think uh, we've both recorded our entries. It's just they haven't been put together yet. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I've just been slacking off, you know, working hey, on other podcasts. <laughs>
2: shout out to to you, Eric, for doing, you know, a bang-up job with what you're doing. I mean, thanks man. It's a, that it's overwhelming to me cuz I watch <laughs> you guys do that stuff yeah. and I know you guys have offered that to me a, a time or two and I'm I'm very hesitant cuz I'm it's I'm like lot. I know I could do it. Yeah. But I hear all the horror stories. You guys are just like, oh, my God, it's just there's so many entries. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I don't know if I can <laughs> it, do that. But, yeah. you know, I, I'm I'm intrigued. I mean, there's, there's going to be a time uh-huh. I know down the line that I'm going to come to you and be like, hey, I'm ready. Let, <laughs> okay. Let's try it out. Let's see what happens. And then let's I'll either some
0: free time, you know.
2: Yeah, maybe maybe I'll get into it and I'll be like,
0: oh, yeah, I'm into this or I'm just going to walk away and
2: say never again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's happened a few times and that's understandable. (laughs) Totally. Um, I think you would do an awesome job. I've seen some of like the video stuff you've done. So, you know, I think you would definitely have a handle on it. I think what it is, though, the struggle for me sometimes is when we do a whole season like that and by about like towards the end of the season, I start getting a little like, okay, I need a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet it like really adds up, you know, the first couple episodes I, I can crank through them now. Cause I've done so many, but like, yeah, yeah. Towards the end of the season, it can kind of be a struggle to get that motivation. <laughs> For sure. I mean, we're even talking about, I
2: mean, this is a small season compared to some of the oh, yeah. previous seasons. So, like I
0: said, kudos. I mean, goddamn. Oh, <laughs> well, at least I like the Indiana Jones movies. Uh, when we were working on the Jurassic Park ones, now I love the first Jurassic Park and I like the sequels okay, but like the mm-hmm. diminishing qualities of that, like it sure. was harder and harder to get excited about the project <laughs> as it went sure. on. Uh, but we're not talking about that series today. We're talking about a totally different franchise with the diminishing uh, returns, and that would be Jaws. Um, now we were briefly talking about this earlier on the Discord. You have mm-hmm. thoughts on the sequel?
2: Oh yes, this I will defend this movie staunchly because I feel like out of there's only four, and yes, diminishing returns. <laughs> but if there is one sequel that is actually, and it's hard to say that it it's. Uh, What's the right term here? Yeah. It, it works, it, it, you know. I mean, it, three and four just do not. It, we're talking about Jaws. <laughs> yeah. Jaws, we've talked about so many times. Right. That's one of the reasons I didn't even want to be part of that episode because it was like, what more can I say that has not already been said? <laughs> exactly. It is a classic. Yep. It is one of the top ranking. Movies, no, yeah. not horror movies, just movies of all time. Right?
0: Yeah, it's in a lot of you people's know? top ten lists for sure, and with good and,
2: reason. and for good reason. Absolutely, mm-hmm. because there's just so much in there that works, even when you've heard all the horror stories behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, it's as amazing. to why it didn't work. Yeah, but it just paid off in spades because of that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a damn near perfect movie for sure. In
0: in a nutshell. Well the pacing but, was great. The the yeah. special effects, the practical effects were really good, but mm-hmm. less is more and part of that was kind of a magic the magic of the chaos, you know, sort of happens sure. and it ended up kind of doing a hitchcockian thing where you don't really see much, you know, and it's yeah. more effective because of the psychological terror. Um, sure. Yeah. But for me, I honestly feel like
2: Jaws 2 does an admirable job being a Decent sequel. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a for me. I feel like it's a lot better than it has any right to be, because they were trying to find a way. How do you tell this story another time, a second time, mm-hmm. in the same place? And granted, they they learned in part three is like, well, let's go somewhere else. That didn't pay off. It yeah. could have. I, I genuinely feel like there was a good idea there. They just didn't execute it properly and. 3D effects aside really hurt that film. <laughs> yeah. But for for me this film says okay well what if it did happen again and what could we do differently but then still compounding True. some of the effect from the first film and I think that's where the strengths of this film kind of come into place because they're we're, we're talking at a time where shark films we shark exploitation You know, it's it's pervading all of cinema today. There's so many of these movies. Yeah, and you got the Meg coming out soon. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, I mean, it's you know, the first one was kind of, you know, insanity. I won't say that it was a great
0: movie, but I had fun with it. Yeah, I had fun too with the first one. Uh, It was kind of like a kaiju movie with a giant shark, you know? Right. (laughs) So, I mean, that's smashing
2: together two Two genres genres I love, so I'm I'm down for it. So I'm looking forward to the Meg 2, but this was coming at a time, you know, no one was doing Jaws ripoffs yet. Mm. They were starting to come out around this time, so Universal's like, "Well, we made like a you know million plus dollars, yeah, at the time." Keep that in mind too. That was the first summer blockbuster, so they made bank.
0: Oh, without a and doubt. they were just like,
2: "Oh yeah, let's let's make more money off of this franchise. Let's see what we can milk it for." Sure, and. I, I gotta give him credit. I mean, this this could have been a really, really bad idea, but I felt like within the context of what they had done, sure. plus you had I think it was one of the original writers from the original film mm-hmm. called Gottlieb. He stepped in and kind of helped, you know, usher in the story. And then you had Joe Alves, who was a production designer on the first film. He stepped in yeah. and he was also kind of part of this. So you had familiar names coming back so they were aware of what it was and they tried to justify it you know in in their best possible way so i I give them a lot of credit for that
0: yeah definitely um i actually don't remember this much uh growing up i know i i saw all four um Mm -hmm. but this is the one i remembered the least so this was actually my first time revisiting it since then and i was kind of impressed because you know i I knew it wasn't going to be as good as the first movie, but there was a lot of redeeming qualities in this, you know, of course it's not a Spielberg movie. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't really expect it to be at that level, but like, because I guess my expectations were so low, I was like, Oh, this is actually not bad. Like I was along for the ride. And by the end I was like pretty engaged, you know? Um, Yeah. I think there's a little bit of pacing issues uh, early on, but that might be because of when it came out 78, Mm -hmm. right? Sure. Um, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So we're kind of used to, you know uh, a different kind of speed when it comes to uh these kind of thrillers you know but right the movie does a really good job of setting things up i noticed um, yeah and there's some good like misdirection at times mm-hmm. and it's it does the same thing that the first movie does where there's some fake outs um and it's really clever because the fake outs happen without the music right So it's kind of obvious that it's not going to be the shark because whenever the, whenever the shark appears, you have that epic theme, um, beforehand, you know,
2: so. (laughs) And that's as playing off of what John Williams did in the original where you, you know, when you hear the music shark is in play and that was a
0: very clever uh, use of the music. Yeah. And they, they did a great job with that in this one as well, I think. Uh, John Williams' score, I think he actually improved on it in this one.
2: Oh, yeah. That that was another thing, too, that I honestly feel like helps this film elevate itself just a little bit is the fact that he returned because he could have easily walked away and said, hell no, I'm not going to do Jaws again. Yeah. But it's almost like they gave him an opportunity to say, okay, well, I'm going to revisit that but also kind of play with it. And there are some very original themes that he adds to it that – Aren't recycled, reused themes from the original film. So it kind of gives it a different tone. And I think he does a magnificent job.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, magnificent. Wow. Magnificent. There he is. Oh, hey. Hey. A wild Zach
3: has appeared. Ah, I'm super effective on myself. <laughs> well, that's weird. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing well. So we're so, talking Jaws 2 because it's right. Shark Week.
0: That's right. Woo.
3: Um, and through the magic of editing, I I now know the history of how you two um, uh, uh, you know well, uh, learned about this movie and watched it for the first
0: time. I don't know if well, we technically got, if we got Stevens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't that. I haven't
2: quite gotten into it yet. But damn it, uh, so no, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> so uh, this was actually the last of the Jaws movies I actually saw. What You're really? Yeah. Out of order because. I think Jaws 1 was the very first one that I'd seen. However, uh, I did not make it through. And I say that I almost made it through the very first time that I watched it. But I was a a child, uh, a four-year-old child. Well, that makes (laughs) sense. Yeah.
0: Oh, Oh, no. You're talking some trauma there.
2: (laughs) Yeah. When I got to Quint, Mm. I left the room. I was like, nope, I'm out. And I was right there. I was right there at the end of the movie. I could have finished it, and I was like, no, I can't. And, you know, I got queasy, and it was just... It was too much. But I did eventually come back around. I was like, okay, I I can deal with this. (laughs) And Jaws 3 always seemed to be on television at the time. So I remember (laughs) seeing it a lot. And then Jaws 4, I think, came out when I was about eight. So... When I saw the trailers for that, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm all into this, so I'll watch it. And that was cartoonish. Oh, yeah. so It,
0: it really jumps the shark. Like, yeah.
2: 4 goes and, crazy with it. you know. And they had an opportunity. You know what? If we talk about Jaws oh, 4 later gonna, on we, down. We have. Yeah, it will we'll
3: be there. talked about we'll in a future a point. <laughs> Disassembled Shark Week. Don't <laughs> worry.
2: I, I'm going to save that for that because mm. I've got some thoughts on that as well. How there's, it could
3: have been a better movie. There's going to be many thoughts. <laughs> Yeah, I bet
2: (laughs) it's gonna be a four hour
0: episode, (laughs) but everyone's drunk. Yeah,
2: but for whatever reason, Jaws 2 always kind of evaded me. So I was like, when I finally got of age where I had a car and I go, I used to go to the video store all the time, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna Jaws 2. I've never seen Jaws 2, I'm gonna go pick this up. Yeah, and I rented the video and I watched it one morning and I was like, holy shit, this was really good. At least for me, you yeah, know, yeah, by yeah. comparison of the
0: other two <laughs> <For sure. laughs> that came after, I guess you, know, if you I watch them like, in that order for
2: sure. Yeah. yeah. So it was a much better experience than three and four. So I was like, all right, cool. And yeah. from there, I just kind of held on to it, and I was like, you know, this is really good. So I, I had my own copy of it for a long time, mm. and I the the more I've watched this film, I've I've picked up on nuances and just little things that I just enjoy about this film even more. Just got it on 4K, baby. Oh wow, love it. Yeah, yeah. It's. That's awesome. I mean,
0: they cleaned it up, huh?
2: I wish they would have given us like a 5.1, you know, surround
0: theater. But because the do audio that. They sh- is really where it's at with movies like this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. mm-hmm.
2: But they they stuck with the the original uh, two two point stereo, which uh, is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. But this I is really not mono, would. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could have been it could have been mono. Uh b- but I mean, if you've seen like Jaws in 4K, like what they did with that, the audio and everything like that. Yeah. It's astounding. Yeah. So I wish Universal would have taken that extra step, but I also feel because it's Universal, they're like, eh, "We'll do a little, but we're not going to spend all that." Mm. And then they cheaped out a little bit. So it, it looks fantastic on 4K. Nice. Audio is good, but not Jaws level. Right. And, and so that's a little disappointing. True. But have have you guys seen the speaking of jaws on 4K, the depth, the level of depth that they took to restore it. No. To full 4K. Holy shit. They did some things. Yeah. Like there were they went back to the original
3: negatives. Oh. Okay. Wow.
2: Cleaned it up. But there were some frames that were i like guess walking? damaged yeah, or I mean, something that they couldn't
0: really do a lot the with in 70s yeah
2: so they digitally recreated certain frames using prior frames what and that. the the frame afterwards to line it up and then adjust it so it's a clean
0: nice i was like holy shit that's really impressive yeah that's so you'd cool never fact. know the difference yeah instead of like a clear like you know janky cut or whatever yeah
2: you know? <laughs> it was just it was really impressive so if you ever get to watch it was like a small little uh the special feature. feature on the discs it was just it was impressive to see the links they went to to really restore that Oh, that's awesome to perfection yeah
0: that's really cool mm-hmm. so zach uh, tell yes. us your jaws 2 origin story so much like Uh, most of the films
3: of my childhood. We had it on the VHS technology and I we did buy it eventually or I bought it eventually. But this may have been one of those acquired somehow on a recorded
1: VHS. (laughs) I
3: don't know exactly how, but um, I I remember seeing the original one as a kid and it did impact me as most kids did. Uh, You know, the way, not that the shark experts wanted it to, of being... Uh, being afraid and, and fearful of the water for quite some time. Mm. Um, and then, you know, watch the second one, which as a kid, I didn't really pick up on the major differences uh, between the standard, like where the standard of Jaws is, and then the the sequels continued to go down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will make an argument later for Jaws 2, because it there is a good movie here, but there's also plenty of places that it pales in comparison. Um, not as bad as three or revenge. It's, yeah, it's, not nearly uh, at that level. No, <laughs> but, uh, I remember watching it as a kid and I was fascinated, uh, by it. Um, and it seemed very real. To a kid, yeah. when you watch the shark, because you don't know any better. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have an aquarium up up here in New England, and I had oh, nice. been to Boston, and they do have sharks. Uh, not great whites, obviously, but they had like lemon and nurse sharks that would swim around that's and awesome. you'd take a look at them. Um, but when you see it on, on the big screen as a kid, you're going, oh, wow, that's a big shark.
0: No, it's a big puppet <laughs> that doesn't work. That's what that is. I will say, uh, when I was watching it this time, I was like, "Holy crap, that's a big shark!" Because there was a couple shots where, like, like it bumps up against the boat, and mm-hmm. yeah, really establishes scale there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. It was did they make this one bigger? <laughs> I think it was about the same
2: size. They did some. They kind of used the frame of Bruce, and then just made some adjustments here and there. That's the level of knowledge that I know. Hmm. That they, of what they did so they they use that as a baseline so I, I'm assuming it's about the same size okay but just some
3: modifications here and there yeah I know it's I, I know they build it as another 25 footer you know similar mm-hmm. to the original uh shark that that threatened amity Island so right but you know that's that's just storyline scale wise of yeah. everything yeah, who the hell knows <laughs>
0: <laughs> movie magic um yeah I do have a question about that, though. I was a little confused because if my memory is correct, the shark blew up in the first one, right? Yes. yes. So is this like with a lot of like slasher sequels where there's like a copycat shark? Uh, or, so, okay. Or is it <laughs> like his one, brother Steven? and he's like getting revenge?
2: Okay, so <laughs> there. my take on it, mm-hmm. my view mm-hmm. is that There just happens to be another shark. Now, I know that there is a line. Yeah, there's a line (laughs) in the movie Uh that uh, Chief Brody is kind of contemplating the idea. If one shark died, could another shark be told... Mm. And, you know, you had that one scientist. She's like, no, <laughs> that's <Yeah>. stupid. <laughs>
0: that's what I so
2: thought. So it was yeah. like, okay, thank you. So you're <laughs> shutting that down. Mm-hmm. We don't want to hear that because that's it's ridiculous. Nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to bring that up in two movies. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> For the next, yeah. <laughs> However, <laughs> there is some nonsense online mm-hmm. that says that this is Bruce's
3: wife. Oh, i've never heard this this is like
2: some slash fiction yeah (laughs) it it gets more ridiculous that's bruce's wife Uh then part three is their daughter who has their own kid okay Okay. and then the one in four is apparently like a cousin or a brother or some just a lunatic shark son
0: of part of the family grandson of jaws Wait, it's another no, shark. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah,
2: he's he's just like the lunatic Got it. Is, is number four. That's so crazy. that's every, why he's special. Every
3: movie has a different shark, Eric. Okay. Yes. So it's not, it's not like Jason or Michael or Freddy who comes back. I didn't realize that's, that. That's not what it is. It, but, every movie has a different shark.
0: Okay. Yeah. That makes a little bit more sense. I don't know, in my head, maybe it's because I saw these as a kid. You know, um, I always thought it was the same shark somehow. <laughs> like he got blown <laughs> up, he got electrocuted, but he was still okay.
1: <laughs>
0: just I'm feeling logic. better. But yeah, no, he was definitely dead at the end of this one. Oh yeah, yes. for sure. Or she? And, and look, or I, don't she. Subs- I, don't I don't subscribe
2: don't to happens. that. I don't subscribe to that. Okay. That's just a l- lunatic theory that I read online, and I was like, no, I don't. No, I al-
3: I always took it as you know, kind of when you get ri- like in the in the movies when you have a crime boss that gets taken out it creates it creates a power vacuum, power vacuum. and in a, a you know and something's got to fill that vacuum it yeah. just happened to take what, like 4 or 5 years from the first film to the second film um I just took it that it great whites can get up to about twenty feet ish. Mm, I forget the yeah. biggest one. It is a female that does exist, and she's pushing Jaws Bruce size. But that's usually
0: um, off the coast of Australia, right? Correct. Shouldn't well, the Jaws yeah, movies just be based in Australia? Then they'd be realistic.
3: <laughs> well, th- this was ba- well. We did have Rhode Island had uh, the origin or the the spiritual origin behind jaws was that uh, there were some shark attacks and shark sightings up in Rhode Island. They just happened to bring it further North and create Amity Island.
0: Yeah, it works. I mean, the, the, the cool thing about the, at least these first two, I don't even think three and four take place there at all. Do they? Uh, four does
3: at the beginning, Touches but then they and move then to moves. the Bahamas. That's right. That, yeah. that, so. That's where, that's where there's a whole other aspect that goes along <laughs> with what Stephen's talking about in four because of how four plays out. Yeah. And then three, three just happens to be in SeaWorld, which yeah. is not next to the ocean, but yet no. at the movie it, it is, it, that's, you know what? Three, three is <laughs> going to be fun. Cause I still enjoy you gotta three. Gotta
0: watch it in 3D. Yeah, with the I blend. enjoy
3: three because it's stupid.
0: Mm. Four makes me angry. Yeah, win. four is just <laughs> awful. It's like it is. It uh, yeah. Anyways, again, sorry. We back on track. Jaws two two. Um, okay. So Amity Amityville, sorry, Amity Island. It feels like an actual place. These movies do mm-hmm. a really good job with with establishing the place, and I I think that they didn't even film it all in one location either, right?
3: No, you know why? Because you the water's not brown.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Are that laughs> when
0: you see blue water, you know you're not in New England. Yeah, even even now, in northern Florida, the water's kind of brownish. Like this looks like Miami. Some it they, they are somewhere tropical, I do, or or warmer at least.
3: Uh, the the actual island when you're in the island. If they're not in New England, they did a really good job of making it look and feel like uh, sure. a lot of old-time New England towns that we do have up here. Yeah. But everything that's in the water, if it's blue, that is not New England. We are uh, <laughs> wherever they are shooting in California or, Probably. or whatever.
2: Well, hey, guys, I'll go ahead and just uh, one-up you there. Florida was the primary filming location. It was? Awesome. Okay. Yeah, Okaloosa oh, Island, okay, Navarani Beach, nice. Gulf Islands, and Destin. Those are the four Florida locations alongside Martha's Vineyard. That's really interesting. Oh, that's cool. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Very cool. So y'all kind of nailed that. Y'all were talking about the watercolor. I
0: I guess that is a dead giveaway, huh? I see the
3: ocean. I know what our ocean looks like. That's not (laughs) our ocean.
0: That's a pleasant ocean right there. Uh, so, should we get into the plot? Zach, do you have any summary for us, or...? Uh, well, the
3: Jaws 2 synopsis summary. Years after shark attacks at left Amity Island reeling, Sheriff Martin Brody, Roy Scheider, returns, uh, playing his part again to find new trouble lurking in the waters. Mayor Vaughn, uh, Murray Hamilton, also returning, wants to rid the... the Wants to rid the beach town of the stain of its reputation, but the disappearance of a pair of divers suggests that all is not right. While Sheriff Brody voices his warnings about holding a sailing competition, everyone thinks it's post-traumatic stress. That is, until a shark fin cuts through the water. Yeah, that's good.
0: I like that. Mm-hmm. So
3: that is your basis synopsis, but we can, unless there's anything else leading into the movie, we can go, more, go forward with the plot. Do you want to know
2: the
0: one of the original pitches? Oh, hell yeah. Yes. Okay. I know all about the first one, but I don't, I don't know anything about the sequels. This is exciting. So one of the
2: original pitches that almost got greenlit, but I guess whoever was running Universal at the time was like, eh. You know, like they were kind of on board, but they were just like, eh, I don't know. They pitched a prequel to actually do the right. Indianapolis story.
3: Yes, that that's I did hear. I didn't know you were going, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. They should still so, make that. Like, I mean, if they so ever decide to go back to this well, that's a cool to, idea.
3: To jump yeah. on what Steven has said, uh, Spielberg has gone on record and said that he is interested, if, <gasps> if they want to do anything with the Jaws franchise, he would be interested in doing the prequel that that Steven just mentioned of, of Quint and the Indianapolis, and that story. He That's would amazing. consider coming back to do that. Now, the word, the name of Spielberg doesn't hold as much water now as it used to, <laughs> yeah. but I would I would give it more of a chance than the sequels.
0: Did. Sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. You can only go up after the Revenge, right? And if he's feeling passionate about the project, that counts for a lot. You know, yeah. I think a lot of the mm-hmm. Spielberg movies the more recent ones that didn't quite land for me, I don't think his heart was in it quite like, you know, he was with some of those earlier projects. So yeah. can up make up the
2: crystal money. skull, anyway. Right. <laughs> we just <laughs> talked about that. I uh, mean, that's, that was apparent. You watch a lot oh, of behind yeah. the scenes stuff and he just, he was not into
0: did, it. Did not care. I think that's the when biggest is my, problem. When does my check movie. clear? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so uh, I guess the first thing I want to mention... Oh, well, should we talk about the actors before we get into the plot? Sure. We can touch on the yeah, actors. Yeah, let's sure. do that. Um, Brody coming back. I thought Roy Scheider. Yeah, I thought he was great. So, and, and well... <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, I, you,
2: Zach, you may be going the same route I am. This oh, yeah. was, We're talking about a man who was contractually obligated to be here. Yeah. And... Considering the performance he gave, that says a lot because he could have just phoned it in and just said to hell with it. But I I genuinely feel like he gave it his all regardless because there was a lot of behind the scenes strife. Him and the director didn't get along. Uh, I guess they didn't see eye to eye on how it was supposed to go. But I also feel like a lot of that came because he was contractually obligated because I think he was... I think he was supposed to be in The Deer Hunter and yes. he he uh, he he stepped he, aside. He backed he, out of that. Right. Mm. And then they were just like, "Okay, well, if you do this movie, then we'll we'll call it square on your contract and and then, you know, that's that."
3: Sure.
2: So again, he could have just came in and be like, "Yeah, whatever the fuck, there's a there's a shark. Yeah. Oh, oh my <laughs> god, I'm so scared. Oh, I got to go kill the shark." But he didn't. Right. He owned every scene he was in and really gave it his all, so I give him a lot of credit for that.
0: I think this movie doesn't work if he's phoning it in. You know what I mean? Like, right. It would fall right apart because he's kind of the the central figure of everything. Like, there is no movie without his character.
3: <laughs> yeah. With this movie, correct. Very very much so. Um, the one thing, that, and we'll get into it, I guess, a little bit as it comes up, a big part of his character is PTSD. Yes. And, yeah. the, and what happened to him in the first film continuing into this film... Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I don't know if it was Roy. I don't know if it was the d- director, but we needed more of that. Mm-hmm. We didn't get enough. We got a little bit here. We got crazy mm-hmm. uh, Chief Brody at times. Yeah. But not enough PTSD of, of what he is experiencing and how he's on the edge. Because it seems like he's fine and then, oh, oh uh, he's gone. And then he's back. There's no, I I didn't, maybe it was editing. I don't know, but I wish there was a little bit more of that, but I agree. He, he could have phoned it in. I think he did a good job. I don't think he, he didn't come across the same way, passionate as he was in the original movie, sure but I'm going to attribute that, that to him, just not wanting to be there and putting on a good face and just going forward with it. Yeah. And you know, based on what you just said, I mean,
2: it, it definitely could have been more of a director standpoint now again i have nothing against the director he's he's a competent director he's done a lot of tv which i feel like kind of seeps into this movie you know what i mean where you kind of it feels like it could be a made for tv movie but uh, it's a little elevated but you know there's a there's a middle ground somewhere that's the sensibility he's bringing and he seemed to be more concerned about the technical aspects. And I know that was one of the fights that they got into. He just didn't seem like he cared about all the other aspects besides technical, and that he felt like that was his, his job yeah. that he needed to worry about that. So maybe mm. there could have been, maybe that's what Roy Scheider was a little frustrated with. It was like, my character's going through some shit and you don't seem to give a damn. Yeah, know? that's a good thing. He's point. like, I, I need to put this in there. Right. Hard so hard
3: I, telling. I, I don't not, know that. Not knowing. I mean Roy, Roy I've seen it I saw a few other of his movies and he was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. even in bit in bit parts like The Punisher, very mm-hmm. small yeah. part. Still loved his character. He did a good job. Yeah. Um for sure. But uh he without him, this movie does not work. No. Uh Lorraine Gray returns as his wife, Ellen mm-hmm. Brody. Always uh, good always, always good. good uh murray hamilton is back as mayor larry vaughn uh which he he i'll get to his character i think at one point but he did have you know what he did have some character development from movie one to movie two a little in
0: bit in my opinion yeah yeah i kind of liked what not doing. not leaves and bounds no no, <laughs> no, <but laughs> no a little bit yeah scummy guy but yeah
2: and Got and it. he was actually going through some stuff at the time. I mean, that's yeah, I why guess. his screen stuff, his screen time was very limited in this movie. And I honestly, I I kind of think that that's why they added mm. that extra character. Uh, oh,
0: that makes uh, sense. The guy that yeah, was back in. Number, number two. His, yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah,
2: which I mean is fair to help like you said, kind of give a little character growth to Mayor Vaughn a little bit. So you introduce another dickhead who never went through everything. Sure. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't sure. care. Yeah. So he kind of takes the brunt of that, which works, I think. But uh, Murray Hamilton, I think his wife got a cancer diagnosis oh, around this time. Wrong. So he was yeah. kind of kind already signed on and he's like, I, I got to go, you know, kind of get this wrapped up. So they did a lot of his stuff early on and wow. then just kind of let him go. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense for mm. sure. I didn't realize that.
3: Yeah, we had uh, Joseph Muscolo as Len Peterson. Yeah, was Len, that, was that's it? the the dick. Yeah, that <laughs> was that was douche canoe number two. Mm. Uh, Jeffrey Kramer, who does a great job as Deputy Jeff Hendricks. Yeah, uh, I, I loved yeah. de- I love Deputy Jeff.
2: Yeah, he's a great uh, sidekick for Brody. You know, he's just so affable, and he's, he's just earnest. like, yeah, whatever, whatever. You know. He's just, a, he's just a guy. He's happy. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> we have Mark Gruner as Michael, or Mike Brody, uh, grown up now as a horny 17, 18-year-old. Right, right. And then we had Mark Gilpin as Sean Brody, the younger brother.
2: Mm-hmm. Out of the uh, two, I've got to say Sean... The kid? ...did a lot better, yeah. yeah, as far as acting goes. Mike, at times, I don't know if you guys kind of picked up on it, but there would just be this stiffness to his acting Uh, there's this one line that i hate he delivers in that movie and i think it's when they're on the docks and his friend was going to bring over the girl that he was supposed to be you know introducing to to have a date and he's like don't worry i'll meet her i'll meet her and it's just how he said that it was just so matter of fact like he was just remember the line he just had to spit it out you know i just I don't know if he ever had a career after
3: this. Yeah. <laughs> Th- this is the final film they list him in.
2: Oh, well, that explains yeah. it.
3: <laughs> Started acting in 1970, did The Brady Bunch, Dan August in 70, A Little Game 71, Fantastic Planet 73, The Tribe 74, Jaws 2 78.
0: Fantastic Planet. That's hmm. weird.
3: He uh, he was a young ter ter T E R R ter- in
0: Fantastic Planet. Okay. That tracks. It's a weird um, movie. It's a really weird movie. <laughs> it's animated. It's like a French animated movie. Yeah. About aliens. And it's, it's very weird. <laughs> well, so it's a cover at some point. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> kidding. It's, no, Stop it's not worth covering. It's not worth it. Damn it. <laughs> it's very obscure. Uh,
3: so there's a, lot, there's a lot of characters in this film. And honestly, mm-hmm. I did not learn all their names because they're all a bunch of horny teenagers. Uh, and we'll just go through Horny teenager, one through seven, as they may or may not live. Uh, but they're there. They're all part of the story. I just didn't learn their names.
2: Andy, Sorry. Jackie, Timmy, Larry, Sean, Doug. Mar- Marge. Sorry. I've oh. seen this movie enough times. I know all the...
0: <laughs> anyway, continue. All right. So,
3: any, any, anyone else you want to talk about, Eric?
0: Um, I think that the kids were the weakest part of the movie. Now, I do think that Brody's son, his younger son, did a good job in a couple Mm. scenes. But, like, I feel like we focused a little too much on on the the teens of the movie, personally.
2: But, but, that was kind of the impetus of the film. Okay, yeah. You know, the idea of what if, instead of kids being slashed by a a serial killer out in the middle of the, the woods, what if... Yeah, a bunch of kids get stranded out in the water and they're picked off by a serial killer shark.
3: Right. Well, here, uh, well, here's a question for the horror expert. I mean, this mm-hmm. tech, this was before, like really, the slasher films, right? Yeah. Now we we kind of touched
2: on how this, you, where, where Jaws kind of came in, and it kicked off this renaissance of uh, ripoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was around this time that Halloween was. Just right around the corner. That was seventy nine, so, right? Yeah. So yeah. slashers, no, a uh, seventy eight.
0: Seventy eight. These wow. both came out it was in the 78. same year. This yeah, was same June year. of seventy eight.
2: Crazy. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. So they, yeah, this was kind of pre slashers. I mean, Halloween's really what kicked that off, and this was kind of a preempt. To that, if you think about it, you know? well, can you can
3: that. see the similarity. You know, the trope of Halloween, uh, not just Halloween, but horror movies, is "Hey, quit fucking, you're gonna die." Yeah, you know, that's that's <laughs> yeah. what I've learned from all those horror movies. Every time I'm about to, you know, make some magic, I'm always looking around, making sure nothing's in my closet or my shower, just in case.
0: <laughs> Remove all Jaws, the sharp objects. Yeah, <laughs> Jaws too <laughs> was doing that. Yeah, uh,
3: beforehand, and we and we kind of see that because mm-hmm. the shark does not behave like a shark. Yeah. And and we'll get into that, that it's like, this is my mission, and this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's weird. Um,
0: Yeah, we'll get into it. I guess let's get into it. Uh, All right. The opening. I thought the opening was really good. Like, this is some good underwater action, you know? That's hard to make tense, you know? The
2: moment the title comes up and you hear that swell
3: from John Williams' score. Oh, yeah.
2: That was very
0: effective.
3: So I love and dislike the opening all at the same time. Sure. I love, I love the swell. I think it works well. I think the underwater parts work well. I think the fact that we see the orca mm-hmm. uh, it works very well. That was a
0: cool concept. Yeah, to revisit what,
3: that. What I think where they fumbled the ball was the opening of Jaws, the original movie. Such a banger the you yeah. like you get hit and that that poor girl who was waterboarded while they were trying to do this yeah. uh, this this effect in the first movie and we've got underwater dancers being eaten by a camera just it 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 left it left me wanting more because of how jaws 1 shot out of the gate with holy shit <laughs> yeah this one musically got me right into it and then then the attack happened and it did draw me in for the attack and then when it happened i went well an attack happened yeah yeah you feel
2: like that they would have tried to to top what had come before it and i know that would be a a hard thing to do maybe they even thought that but
3: why not attempt it why not try i mean that's certainly hollywood today you know sure, right look at fast and furious where it started to where it is yeah. every movie is just l- ridiculous topping where they have <laughs> been and this one i i understand the plot i just i wanted
0: that banger right yeah. right out of the gate draw me in and go shit we're in it. Mm-hmm. i do think it was an ambitious opening though i just don't know if they really pulled it off to the extent that they wanted because when we don't really get to see much which is fine but like we mm-hmm. just get like a couple bloody bubbles and that's it like yeah they could have done a little bit more in my opinion but otherwise it was a pretty cool scene it was a cool concept more than anything else and that like you said uh Steven the opening with the music very mm-hmm. effective for me you know the title and all Even- that's great
2: get a, a bit of a reprise from the uh, the orca theme mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you actually get to see it i thought that yeah. was kind of nice yeah yeah
1: definitely.
3: we get get checkoff's camera hoping that it comes back later that's right mm-hmm. which which it may. Which um, may then we then we jump forward to brody who's racing along cuz he's late for some uh, official thingy and shows up to join his wife who who says look just pretend that you've been here look bored which <laughs> <laughs> he he can certainly do i do have a quick uh, we, note
0: about where that takes place it's uh, a ho- is that a holiday inn? That, that? I don't that's know. It's
3: a hotel of some sort.
0: I was just it's gonna fancy hotel. It's like a they got this big atrium looking area with the pool and like palm trees, and there's a little tiki mm-hmm. hut off to the side. If you look closely, like it's a really cool looking place. I would just love mm-hmm. to hang out there, you know, sure. Um, <laughs> but that's my only note. Yeah, it was just a cool set. <laughs> Uh, we This is where we
3: see uh, Mike and a bunch of his teenager friends that, you know, he, they've all grown up and they're all horny. And that's and, established within yeah. a few minutes. Uh, <laughs> and you go, all right, it's, it's this type of movie. Yeah,
2: and his friend
3: Andy is. has
2: a joke in that scene, yep which I don't feel like would fly today, but it was nope. so, I don't know, I kind of chuckled at <laughs> It times.
0: was so cheesy that I kind of gave it a chuckle, you know, I was like, well, you tried it,
2: it was like, I'm uh, not crazy about blind dates, and he just walks up and he says, oh, that's all right if they come with, uh, what was it, uh, canes and tin cups or something oh, like yes. that? <laughs> no, I was
0: actually thinking of the the punch joke. I'm oh, sorry. yeah, I yeah. about that line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't probably wouldn't fly in a modern movie. Probably not. <laughs>
3: So I believe it is. Then the next day, that Brody learns that a uh, a diving vessel has been found at the uh, entrance to the channel. So he sends his deputy out on the police boat to check it out because Brody, again, even though he lives on an island, doesn't know how to swim and doesn't know how to drive a boat. You would think, as a chief of police, <laughs> you may want to figure that out,
0: especially after the and events of the first movie, right? Sure,
1: hmm.
2: but I mean, you can you can kind of. Maybe chalk that up to the PTSD that we're not really talking about. This would be one of those moments that they could have, you know, Does kind of elevated point? that and be like, I'm, I am don't want to go back out there. OK, so. Yeah. If, Especially and, and, you in know,
0: the if, 70s. Men didn't, if, if, you know, actually worry about their mental health issues. They just barreled sure. on through.
3: True. <laughs> but if he, if there Alcohol. was a quick throwaway, a throwaway line. That would have sufficed. Yeah, like fuck that. I ain't going back out there. You know, you know, last time or you know what happened last time I we went out on the water. You go do yeah. it. You know, something like that. You know, been like, all right, cool, and that that would have again helped me f- uh, w- understand Brody as he's flushing out his PTSD because yeah. we again we see moments of it and it seems legit and real, and then other times you're like he's just acting crazy to act crazy. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they,
2: they. I mean, that's even kind of piggybacking off of the first movie, if I'm not mistaken, where he wasn't all that keen about getting on no. into the water. But then this, those events just compound on top of that. It's like, no, I'm not doing that. I didn't want to do it before. I definitely don't want to do it now. I'm still so chief yeah. on an
3: island. I should, <laughs> should have changed jobs.
0: And that's the thing is like after the first movie, you would assume that he would want to move to a landlocked state. You know, just sure. get away from the water, you know.
3: <laughs> well, we didn't know that there'd be another 25-foot man-eating shark in the exact same location, Eric. Just when we didn't it's know safe there'd to be a sequel. In. We see Mike and all of his horny friends are getting ready to go sailing, uh, and one of his friends say that, hey, my cousin's going to come. You know, do, do you mind if, um, you know, she rides with you? Which she shows up, um, and then somebody, again... The t- sign of the times. The insult one of the guys used. Oh, yeah, Larry ma- Junior. <laughs> yeah, Very Junior. Of how she has, uh, and I'm probably paraphrasing. She's got breasts like a sparrow, tits. which yeah. it's
2: like a sparrow.
3: That's it. And I and mm. I sat there and I went. That is uh, one I've Get never to heard that. that. And two, <laughs> what? <laughs> <Apparently>, <laughs> I've never looked at a sparrow yeah. in that way. Yeah,
2: apparently he uh, ad libbed that line and then profusely apologized oh. to donna wilkes after the fact going i'm sorry oh
0: <laughs> man that's great because they used she that. forgave him yeah, yeah
2: she forgave him but that's it was fair. just like i don't know what the hell that was it just came out of my mouth
0: it's a yeah it adds character <laughs> for sure because i definitely remember that line um, Do you have
2: to talk like that <laughs>
0: <laughs> i will say uh th- i think something that really dates this movie and not necessarily in a bad way adds character but like the hairstyles
3: Mm. are so aggressively
0: 70s throughout this movie it's it's kind of yeah well
3: that's what they were working with right 78 (laughs) hairstyle yeah so then they go out and they proceed to probably kill all the sea turtles by playing uh water balloon fight and just (laughs) leaving rubber water balloons all over the ocean (laughs) uh deputy deputy jeff ends up finding the diving camera where the divers went missing uh which uh, my my main focus would have been, oh, the divers are missing, see if there's any shit in this camera mm-hmm. go go do it right now, which comes up later, right, but it's like, why didn't you do this now? Mm-hmm. but you know, plot device yeah uh let's see. I don't know if this was Mike who was not parasailing, but the little um, um not umbrella parachute, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. think was that Mike or another was Mike it was Mike. So they're out there, and he's using this um, parachute to jump up into the air and fall down, and you get the feeling that, oh, the shark's coming, the shark's coming, and while everybody's watching Mike, and at the last moment, right before he gets eaten, he takes off into the air, and no one notices the fin just kind of flop over and swim away Mm -hmm. because no one's paying attention. So then the shark being deterred and pissed off now that he's only eaten two people and he's apparently still hungry, which amazes me that these sharks kill and eat so many people and are yeah. always hungry. They just never stop. Now yeah, we've got appetite. a single water skier who's out there. Uh, no spotter on this boat, but it was the 70s. So, <laughs>
0: <Tracks>. <laughs> uh,
3: so we jump over to the beach where um, the Amity, Miss Amity... Tina, I think is her Tina? name. Mm-hmm. She's there with, uh, with her boyfriend. We hear the radio DJ talk about the weather and then back to the music from Plymouth, the rock of New England. Ooh. Never identifying the radio station because we weren't paying royalties. <laughs> we had to make some shit up. <laughs> uh, so they look out and go, oh, look at how much fun that water skier is having. We want to go do that. And then there was an old lady who is in the film as old lady.
0: No way. Really? <laughs> yes. Yep.
3: She is old lady, which at first, first looking real quick, I thought she was the mother of the kid that was killed from the first film when he was on the raft. Real quick, real, sh- I went, is that her? That. No, that's not her. Yeah. That can't be her. Because no. later on, she's way too nice to Brody. So <laughs> <laughs> that can't be yeah. her. So the, uh, the, the, the skier is out there, and then we get the shark cam back and forth, back and forth, getting closer and closer and closer, and then, oh, she's gone, which she gives the tiniest little, eh, <laughs> when she's pulled into the water. <laughs> Just this little this little yelp, and she's gone. I wish we had a spotter. Yeah, would have good. That been good. That would have helped. So <laughs> mother, uh, mother turns around, goes back to find the daughter, finds a ski that has been bitten in half, and then is attacked by the shark. Uh, which I took this note down. This can only be described as a horrible infomercial. <laughs> and if you think about the infomercials of when you'd be like eating something, and does this ever happen to you? <laughs> the and then I they purposely yes. spill their food on themselves. Yes, it is. So while she's f- flipping out, she picks up an open gas can and holds it above her head <laughs> for a good five seconds before throwing it at the shark <gasps> and then grabs the flare gun. And lights her and the shark on fire and then, and then the boat explodes.
0: Okay. I have a so. lot of thoughts about this scene. I'll let Steven go first. No, though. no, no. Go. No. I want to sure. hear your thoughts first because
2: I'm going to, I'm going to defend this scene. Go ahead. I am going to tear it apart. Go ahead. <laughs> I get good. There's
3: good and bad in this
0: part. Yes, I want to yes, hear both yes. of yours. Okay. So, um, what the fuck? First of all, <laughs> 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 I laughed out loud. Like, okay, this is, I, this is easily the worst part of the movie for me or or the best because I really got a lot of joy out of it. Um, I get that she was like trying to maybe throw it at the shark or something. She was panicking, but like it was a little yeah. too convenient, I guess, of a death, like the gasoline and then the fire. It's like and then the explosion, like it was all just a little too I don't know. It was weird. It was very forced, I guess, is what I'm saying. It was very forced. It was so over the top and comical. Everything
2: you're saying is absolutely why it works. Because she's in a panic. She's not thinking. Mm -hmm. She's just, there's a shark trying to eat me. What have I got? Gas, flare, fuck it. And you're just throwing every, you're not going to think in that moment. You don't, I mean, a shark just tried to, is trying to tear your boat down. Literally eating my boat. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what do I have? And you just grab everything you have. Yes. It was
0: ridiculous, but what are you going to do? <laughs> I think, I think part of the problem might've been the editing because it felt like they focused a long time on her just dunking the gasoline yeah, on yeah. herself and then lighting that, herself. Up. That's what makes <laughs> it a little sh-
3: bit too silly a little bit too b movie ish of yeah if, if it was one of those like she opens it to throw it goes ah shit and then chucks it right but it was a ah, 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 and screaming. then throw yeah. <laughs> yeah but at the same time we also get oh
2: man what makes this shark identifiable yes because now it gets it's a scar
0: that's true which so which of them, comes up multiple
3: times later later in the movie it certainly mm-hmm. sticks out now that it's got this burn and scar um, that was kind
0: of cool at least yeah
2: Oh, it helped make it stand apart so it wasn't yes. just another shark that looked
0: just like the last one. Oh, fan theory. If the first shark was called Bruce, maybe this is Harvey? That's
2: no, there's the, there were names to all those that I had to... <laughs> I don't want to repeat them because it was sure. shit like Bruce, Brucetta Bruce... Brucellini. Cena, and then... I don't remember. It was just... The more I read it, I was like, fuck you people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: ah that's great
2: i love it
3: so the uh the boat explodes uh it is witnessed by teeny teeny um Tina tina and her boyfriend uh who are running to the beach the old lady who had been who had seen them before uh and she's the one who i believe calls it into to brody um so he uh, he tells his deputy to get out because fuck it, I'm not going out in the ocean. You know what happened last time I went out there. You go fucking do it. So he sends him out with the old man of the sea to drag the bottom of the ocean to find the bodies. Um, and while they are dragging dragging out there, they catch something which pulls the boat backwards. And oh oh boy, what could it be? And we discover Chekhov's power line, mm-hmm. which which. <laughs> the old guy says, Well, let me untangle it first, and Jeff says, Fuck it, and just drops it and <laughs> takes off.
0: Yeah. Okay, I we have to talk about that. Like, I was so worried he was gonna electrocute himself, and then I was like, Oh good. And then I was like, Why did they even have that in the movie? But it totally comes mm-hmm. back later. They that was that was good. That was good. I did not expect that to come back. So Yeah. Yeah. They they did
3: they did a good job with to setting something up and f- at least following through with following some of through. these devices. And so, also
0: the, the fake out of that, that scene yes. was really good because I was like, holy shit, this shark's already pulling this boat down. Like, you know, it's pissed. But then obviously <laughs> it just got anchored on the line or whatever. And again, mm-hmm.
2: music is the cue. Yep. Exactly. The
0: exactly. So if you don't hear the Jaws music, there is no shark. That's right. Yeah. I should have so. known better. I should have known better. It was it's only a, the a sequel. We,
3: we didn't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, Tina and her boyfriend are off again in another location playing a bit of grab ass on the beach when they run across a dead orca. Not mm. the boat, but the actual mammal, which is mm. uh, sitting there on the beach, pieces missing from it. So, uh, of course, they notify Brody. Brody calls in a uh, an expert, um, and uh, she comes over and starts measuring the bite wounds. And this is where Brody starts asking those specific questions, like you were alluding to, Stephen, earlier, about, uh, say, if a shark left <laughs> yeah. or it was destroyed, could a, another one take its place? And I forget her exact response, Sh- but uh, she said something to the effect. Sharks do things Personal, yes. Yeah. So, so don't be stupid. <laughs> <so> I've seen <laughs> yeah. a lot of people. Th- this segment has p- I saw pissed off a lot of people online because mm. so many people, orcas can easily kill a great white. They're, oh, yeah. they're bigger. They're pack hunters. Uh, they're going to kill a great white. I do feel
2: like this scene was meant to be a jab at the movie Orca that came out a year prior. Oh yes. really? So they were just like that. Oh, you want to try to play, you know, big jaws ripoff <laughs> with your orca? Well, what about this? We've got Jaws and it's gonna eat your orca. So I feel like that was kind <laughs> of their way of just thing. throwing it back out and be like, Yeah, no, no, we got the we got the number one top
0: dog here. I kind of love that.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, well, Jaws Jaws set the standard. So yeah. any other the movie that whether it's a shark or an orca or a sea creature that is eating people, it all ba- is based, you know, whether it is related to jaws or not, that's what everyone looks like. Right. looks to it for the gold standard. So I think it's one, it's part that Steven, I a hundred percent believe it's that, uh, which I didn't realize at the time until I was much older. I went, Oh, there's an orca movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And which is two, not bad. <laughs> two, I think it was again, to set the scale and level of this shark yeah. that something that normally would kill a great white got its ass kicked and killed by this yeah. great white. Even though we don't have orcas up here in New England uh, yeah. right there, <laughs> um, or coming down s- that far south, I should say, um, it, just that that happened. That was a slight, I think, to or a, a, a whatever, a hit towards the movie and also to say, hey, this is a badass shark that takes out an alpha predator right. normally.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I actually really liked this scene. Uh, it kind of kind of caught me off guard, surprised me. Uh, but the effects, like I'm assuming they didn't have an actual dead dead orca there, but it looked like it. I mean, <laughs> it, at the time there weren't yeah, really that could, many Peter regulations, could but I'm
2: almost positive they didn't use a real orca. But that would have no. smelled no. awful. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that would have been
0: terrible to film next to. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it was effective, you know. Yeah, and it, again, so, again, like Zach said, it, it establishes this thing's a badass you know
3: mm-hmm. so this <laughs> while natural. Brody is talking with the expert um, you know it the expert actually goes back and forth she's not as dismissive as I remembered her being mm-hmm. because she you know he is pretty gung-ho about it. it's a shark it's a shark it's a shark she doesn't tell him flat out no she she just says it's unlikely and I can't say that it was and I can't say that it wasn't and that's yeah. how she leaves it with him um, but also, this is where Brody learns that sharks are not only just attracted to water in activity, but also to check off sound. So yeah. that is another thing we get to look forward to. And that was a
2: nice little detail that they didn't really utilize in the last movie. I mean, granted, we know the splashing about and all that, but now he has this extra little bit of information he was unaware of, like the sonar, the the sounds, the deep. So... Yeah. I thought that was kind of a nice little addition to his knowledge. He's like, oh, that's something I didn't know.
3: I have also here where she says, yeah, sharks don't take things personally. And then my after note, clearly she didn't know the plot to Jaws or Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> so Brody then goes to the mayor. Uh, I think we've seen them. Have we seen the mayor yet? Or is this our first time him? Yeah, no, we see him early on. Yeah, he was at the hotel. Yeah, he was right at the the beginning. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So he now goes to the mayor and says, look, we may have another potential shark, shark problem, which the mayor does blow it off. And I love this quote. We've got a lot of unexplained death in these waters. It doesn't mean it's a shark. Yeah. You have a lot of unexplained deaths in your waters? Maybe <laughs> someone f- should look
0: into that. <laughs> what the fuck is
3: going on at Amity Island? Right. What the hell? Yeah. But
2: I do like this scene because while he is dismissive of Brody, and, and obviously you would be initially, he has every right to be because, like everybody else, what makes you think this is happening again? Mm. Another shark. In the same water where it doesn't belong, sure, yeah. you would be very, like, no, come on. Very skeptical. Just, you, you're, you're overreacting. So, yeah, I can kind of understand where he's coming from. It's like, just take it down a notch until we <laughs> confirm, yeah. but I don't you, don't jump to these conclusions right now. So, I get mm-hmm. where need, they, need he was evidence. coming from, so I did kind of like that interaction.
3: Yeah. And and Brody tells him, "Look, you just remember this conversation." Yeah, <laughs>
2: Brody's going off his gut. Everything's
3: everything's telling him it's a shark. But again, very understandable because of where he's at. Yep. Right. Yeah. So while while Brody is now driving along the beach, he sees uh, something floating in the water, and uh, he's like, "All right, well, I guess I'll just wander out into the water to grab whatever this is." The man who hates the ocean and doesn't can't really swim. Decides to go out uh, and discovers it is the remnant of the uh, the water the boat operator from the water skiing accident. It's charred remains of the driver. Which this was a decent jump scare. Mm-hmm. I think it, they did a good job leading up to it. And again, it's just like the boat there that that kind of oh, what what could it be? There's no Jaws music, but mm-hmm. still they've got you. And then they get you with the jump scale jump scare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So then Brody goes home and he says, "Fuck it, I'm going to take matters into my own hands." Mm-hmm. And he's putting sodium sodium cyanide into the end of his bullets because mm-hmm. that's gonna that's gonna make a difference because he he shot the shark the shark in yeah. the original m- movie which did nothing right. the shark shrugged it off and kept swimming. He said, "Fuck it, uh, if I can get close enough, I will poison you and that'll kill you."
0: I can't tell if that was a badass scene or a ridiculous scene. Like, is there anything to back up that that would work or be effective in any way? I,
3: I, I mean, have... sodium cyanide is gonna—it's not healthy for you. It'll right. It'll make you sick or kill a human. Oh, so, I know that. Yeah. Uh, depending on the amount that he was able to get into the bullet, it's gonna fuck up the shark. Maybe
0: not right away. I don't know. Is it like irradiated bullets in that way? I guess is it's like it's taking poison damage in an RPG, <laughs> like you know, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. kill you slowly after. Oh God, so. no! Not more dots! Not more dots! <laughs> My HP is slowly diminishing. Right.
3: Uh, so the uh, the deputy interrupts him, and he kind of hides it because I think in his mind he's going, "This seems crazy," and I shouldn't be doing it. Uh, but then he tells the deputy to go check the dive camera, which. Begs the question again, why the fuck do you still, why haven't you checked it yet? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're going to do it the next morning. Brody goes home and uh, he ends up telling Mike that he has done boating for the summer. Nope, you're grounded. You, you have no summer. You, you have no plans. You're now working, which all teenagers love to hear. Yeah. Love, love being told that they got to go to work. Uh, and we also learn uh, that, that he did put a call into, uh, into Hooper, who's Hooper? in the Arctic, uh, because Hooper did not return. To, yeah. For this movie,
0: it's a good which it was touch,
3: probably was smart.
2: Very nice touch too, because he's on the same boat that he said he was going to go out on in the first movie. Right. Someone paid attention,
3: mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah. Someone somewhere paid attention for a little bit of this movie.
2: That's Carl Gottlieb. <laughs> he was the uh, one of the writers. Oh. He's he's actually one of the guys who shepherded a lot of these up to. I think he stepped out around. No, he might have been in four. I don't remember. Oh, okay, he was he was kind of in it behind the scenes for the most part.
3: Nice. Did the actor opt to not return, or was he just not meant to be part of it? I can't remember.
2: Uh, there, I think one uh, another original idea they had for this is they wanted to get Richard Dreyfus and Spielberg back, but they were both doing uh, Close Encounters at the time, so they were right. just like, eh, I "Can't do that."
3: Yeah. Uh, so the next sense. day. Brody is up in his shark tower, which, after all the crap of the first film, uh, the, I guess the shark, t- the sh- we never saw the shark tower in the first film, so they no. built the shark tower after yeah. the first film, um, and he's up there using it, which the mayor and Ass Hat Number Two does not like, and- uh, because.
2: That pisses me off. <laughs> Every time I watch that scene and they're just like, look at it. Brody's riding his tower. It's like, Brody's riding his tower.
0: That's what it's there for, dude. It's his fucking job. Right. Like, he's, he's you know, he's being proactive. Yeah. You know, whether or not there's a shark, it doesn't matter. Like, it's good that he's actually. just concerned. Just checking. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. He's literally. Yeah. You know. He's God, not shunned down the beaches this time. Guys, he's just guys, he's keeping an eye out. We yeah.
3: cannot have the safety of people get in the way of money. So stop
0: right.
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> stop.
0: I, I am glad they kind of doubled down on that with this one. Yeah, they did, and and, and it the was one, one, one of
3: those. They, they <laughs> the th- third one's a different location. Fourth, well, whatever. It's, it's yeah. all the same. Um, so as Brody's up in his tower, which I love the fact that they try to dismiss it to a little girl, and little yeah. girl is more educated than they are because she's telling them exactly what it is. Uh, no, no, he's looking for sparrows and bird watching. It's fine. <laughs> um, so Brody sees a dark shape approaching some of the kids and you, you see it moving. And again, you get another fake out because you're going, oh God, could it be the shark? But we're not getting an underwater view. We're not getting the music. Those are two things that we learned from the first film that continue in this film. That mm-hmm. really tells you where and when the shark is. So he, uh, Brody rings a bell runs down to the, uh, jumps down onto the beach. This is where he just acts fucking crazy, where he he doesn't just run to the edge of the uh, beach to the water and open fire. He pulls his gun, runs across the beach, waving it like a madman for people to get out of the way and out of the water, and then opens fire on the dark shape that turns out to be just bluefish.
2: Yeah. But. I see where he's coming from, as we've said. Sure, sure. That he is trying to prevent what happened in the first one happening again. This was the same situation. Alec Kintner all over again. He's like, this time I'm going to stop it. It's not going to happen. So he sees the shark. He sees the kids, and he just panics. Like, immediate panic. Doesn't think. It was just like, shit, shark. Got to go stop it. Go, go, go. And so everything else it's just out fast. of his brain. He's not thinking about anything, but I've got to kill this shark, and that's his goal, and that's why he's not <laughs> he's not thinking rationally in the moment. He's just panicking, and, and I and see. that's
3: why he looks like a madman. Per- I mean, Personally, it- for me, this would have worked, uh, and I 100% agree with you, and I get what he's doing. It would have worked better for me, ha- again, had we had a little bit more PTSD of him voicing and saying, I can't let this happen again. This yeah. is my job. This happened on my watch the first time. The Kittner kid got, got killed on my watch. These other people got killed on my watch. I will I will not let this happen again. It, and it could have been just a couple lines to his wife. That, uh, yeah. It could have been something like that, and it would have... It would have added to the scene beforehand so that you understood his mental state, because you get it, but it's just not as apparent as I would like it to be. And that's just me being more critical.
2: And no, and that's absolutely understandable. In fact, the scene prior to that, when he comes home after uh, having the cyanide in, in his uh what do you call the it? Bullets, his bullets, yeah. and then you know, coming home to his wife, that would have been the perfect time where he's upstairs washing his hands, and she's like, "You want to talk about it?" Yeah, he should. That's where that moment should have happened. Oh, yeah. He's like, uh-huh. you know, just I agree because yeah, he agree. he he's closed off to her too. He doesn't even tell her his he fears.
3: Hi, he hide. Well, he hides, he hides the bullets. It, yeah. When he, he gets home, he still hides them because yeah. uh, because of his mental state.
2: Yeah, but yeah. that of all people he should trust it's her. I think she would have understood it wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh yeah, honey, I get where you're coming from. She she could have been just as equally, you know, dismissive, being like, "Well, you know, what are the odds?" But also at the same time, I think she would have humored him and been like, "Well, sure, do your job. You do it well," because that's the beauty of Ellen Brody is she's always been his rock. She's always supporting him no matter what.
3: And we do, and we do see that later in this movie. So that. That, that they do get to that point.
2: Yeah, yeah that would have been a perfect
0: scene for that. Yeah, we do get a great scene, which we'll get to in a second uh, with the two of them. But I really like uh, their chemistry, you know, yeah. and, and the way she, not only the way she's ridden, but like her performance is good. You know, it's mm-hmm. very believable.
3: So after Brody unloads on the bluefish, um, you know, the mayor and douche canoe, you know, everyone leaves except Sean. And just like, there's a, 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 an awesome scene in the first film that, that <laughs> pulls up my heartstrings with him and Sean at the table where he, where Sean is, is mimicking what his dad is doing with his dad is at his lowest point. And Sean again comes over, everyone leaves and Sean comes over to help him pick up the casings, you know, who, who believes in his dad, he, he, he knows his dad is going through some shit, uh, but he's there and he's helping him and he's standing by his side. And for, you know, that's that's just the love that you get from a kid uh, to his dad where everyone else has gone, oh, this guy's fucking crazy. Mm.
0: Definitely, definitely. That, that was good.
3: Hey, at least one person doesn't
0: hate him. Yeah.
3: yeah. 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 So then we learn that the photos from the dive camera are being developed. Not all of them. They haven't all been developed, but he gets the phone call and Brody takes off. Well, fuck it. I want to go see what these are. Mm. So, as they're being revealed, which I love, it, we, we'll never get anything like this uh, again in movies, unless it's a period piece. Sure. Reveals in a dark room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's kind of miss fuck, that. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love reveals in a dark room.
0: Believe it or not, in college, uh, I did a class, a photography class, like actual photography. And it was I think the last year they did it. I think they shut down the dark room and everything afterwards. Uh but yeah, I I remember, you know, um handling actual film, you know. It was an experience. It was really cool, but like it feels like a lost art, you know. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You
3: know, it is. Everything's uh, digital now. We get we see the orca ship and then the next one that is uh developed and revealed is a partial of a shark eye face mouth uh, and a bunch of bubbles, which you can easily see the eye, the mouth. You can kind of make out with the teeth. It's a little bit harder, but the eye, you look at that and go, that's a doll's eyes right there. <laughs> yeah. So Brody immediately takes that and says, fuck it. I'm going to the council. And he busts in on them, which, you know, the ass hat is just like, oh, well, speak of the devil. Cause you know that after today's incident that they're discussing Brody so oh, yeah. he comes in and shows, look, look at this. Here's a proof that you need. And none of them see it. None of them see it at all. But here is where I give the mayor credit and his yes. character development. Everybody else is just like, oh, well, I don't fucking see it, whatever. The mayor is like, look, Brody, please just take a seat. Let us take a look at it. Let us us deliberate. He doesn't want this to be a shark. He doesn't yeah. want this to be... But he he understands what Brody is going through, and doesn't just dismiss him, which yeah. I appreciate. And go, all right, you know that's that show to me that shows character growth for his his character from uh, from his level of assholeness from movie one to now.
0: Right, right. He does show empathy in that scene. I think that's really yes. good pointing pointing that out. It's a it's a good moment, honestly. I was like, oh, huh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and it just the whole situation is very unfortunate you know mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the timing of everything and all that um, yes Brody could have handled it better but again he's going through some shit and it's understandable it's totally understandable and that?
2: I think the, the thing that makes it worse is you have so many people sitting in that room who know Outside, we're not even talking about the asset, but there are at least two or three other people in that room who are in the first movie yep yeah. and they know they should yeah they know what he went through. They yeah. know what everyone in that town went through,
0: and they should have equal sympathy yeah. for Brody. I'm I was kind of surprised. You you would think the town would be a little bit more united on this front. You know, yeah. like hey, if it's happening in if there's a, the potential that this yeah. is happening, let's just take it. You know. And, you know, and as it comes, you know what I mean? Like, like why, why throw caution to the wind, you know?
2: Right. But even, but even then, I mean, even if you're still kind of wishy-washy about it, you're not a hundred percent sure. Remember where he's at. Right. With The shit yeah. that he went through that none of you did yeah. to save yeah. you from this terror. Did you fight a shark? Right. So <laughs> we just we understand
3: also- we empathize. also know what he went through because we watched the movie, and none of them did. They ah, they heard about point. it. Oh, good they, good point. Point. they heard that he went out and fought the shark and destroyed the shark. But we saw we saw the shit that he and, and uh, Hoopa and Quint all went through. So we know a hundred percent. They just heard about it. You know? mm. So I get it, and I a hundred percent agree. They should have his back or at least some sort of understanding, but they're all. I think honestly, their characters are meant to just want to move past. Not that they have trauma, but they just want to move past this. They don't want to dwell on this because this was a dark time three or five years ago, whatever it was. Let's just move yet. There's no way it can happen again. It was a fucking fluke. We're fine.
2: Fine. I mean, at least give him, you know, some like temporary leave of absence. Get your shit together, you know? Fuck deal with it and then you can I come back but they fired him. Uh, yeah. I believe you know? there's
3: a deleted scene where they actually are deliberating and discussing in the back room. I haven't watched it but I I, yeah. I, I see all four of them in a mm-hmm. room discussing it. I don't know the content um, but I'm guessing that's part of what it is and I bet you asshole McGee is the main one pushing for oh, it yeah. and, and convinces oh, the other yeah. two who are pushovers and the mayor probably has to just go along with it. Or right, if he says ends. no, he's he's outvoted anyways. Majority is no. Fuck it. Get rid of the dep. Uh, get rid of chief. Get rid of Chief Brody. Which is is what we find out what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, though, mm-hmm. we see that Mike is out at a bar with his friends because he's legal drink drinking age in seventy eight. I think. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, they
0: hadn't they, right. they hadn't bunt, bumped it up yet. I don't think. Right. I don't know. So
3: he's there, and um, he, even <laughs> though he's been grounded, uh, the, the hot cousin who wants to get to know him comes over and says, hey, you going to go boating with us? Ah, no, I can't. Uh, my parents won't let me. <laughs> and then she's a little vixen and goes, oh, well, do you always do what your parents tell you? Mm-hmm. No. Well, I'll see you in the morning then, and just takes off. It's like, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> yeah. Now I guess I got to go.
2: She is responsible for the events of this movie. (laughs) She's the mayor
1: this time.
3: (laughs) Kind of, yes. So he's, um, yeah, he's gonna decide. He's gonna go. Mike's gonna go boating because he's horny for his Mm -hmm. friend's cousin. So then we find Brody. He gets home. He's been fired. He seems a bit drunk already. Oh yeah, he is Uh, absolutely.
2: He is smashed at this point. (laughs) He is
3: blasted. We find out that the deputy is over talking to his wife, um, who, again, Deputy Jeff is best deputy. He's -hmm. great. When he he finds out that that Chief Brody is being fired and that he's now got to become chief, one, he doesn't want the job, but two, he wants to go over to tell Brody that Brody is the best. That that was his goal. I got to go tell Brody he's the best, and I don't want this
0: job. I wanted to give that guy a hug. That was awesome of him. Mm -hmm. Uh, That whole scene was really good. This might be my favorite scene in the movie, oddly enough, because there's so much emotion. It feels very real. Yes. Mm -hmm. It felt so down to earth, and this is what I'm talking about when I think he really did a great job in this movie. Rorschneider, right? Yes. Uh, That, again, felt real. It felt so all of that worked for me. It elevated yeah. the movie for me. I, I was like, kind of, you know, this was kind of mid tier for me at this point. But then this scene, like kind of bumped it up a few points. I was like, dang, that really hit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and if anyone has ever lost a job before, like it can be pretty crushing. And the, the scene between him and his wife, I thought was awesome. That mm-hmm. was the way she handled it was great. Um, And, and again, he was drunk already. And I just, <laughs> It was a little ridiculous how much Jack Daniels he poured in his own glass. Oh, <laughs> God I was like, oh, man, he's going to be feeling that tomorrow. But par <laughs> for the course. Remember how he filled up that,
2: that glass in the first movie of one? That's true, yeah. Bloop, bloop. yeah. Uh,
3: we're drinking the good stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might want to um, let that breathe. Nope. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that tracks with this character. But mm-hmm. It was good. It was good. So next
3: morning, uh, we see Mike. He's going to sneak out of the house because he wants to go get some strange. And then Sean peeks out and catches him, and says, uh, "Yo, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell mom and dad if you don't let me go with you." So Mike says, "All right, fine, you can come with me." I feel like Meets I did up that up with his to my friends. Brother. Go ahead. I said, "I feel like I did that to my brother
2: once. Yeah. <laughs> his name was also
3: Michael, and I be like, Michael, okay." <laughs> So Mike meets up with his friends uh, and and we begin the horny flotilla out to the lighthouse, which luckily um, Sean is able to go with uh, with Marge on on their own boat. So Mike and the cousin and his poofy haired friend can sit on the catamaran and he can um, uh, whisper sweet nothings into her ear. So as they're heading out, they pass by a group of divers that are going down for lobsters or death. I don't know. <laughs> One or two. <laughs> but uh, we see them swimming through a kelp forest, which I'm no oceanographer, but I'm yeah. pretty sure kelp forests are known for having sharks. Is that right? As a frequent area hmm.
1: for feeding
3: reasons. Also, when they're going to go grab a lobster, that's a spidey lobster. That is not a New England lobster. If you're going to grab a lobster, get the right fucking lobster. (laughs) It's not the right one. So one guy is attacked. Uh, We get a good look at the scar of Mm -hmm. Brusetta or whatever her name is. Um, He freaks out, gets the bends going to the surface. And as they're pulling him out onto the boat, again, nobody notices the fin. Now, okay, maybe there's enough shit going on that... We're distracted, but nobody notices the shark fin. Mm-hmm. And then, as we know, all sharks are attracted to blood and noise. So it naturally takes off after the most quiet of all boats, the catamaran <laughs> and the sailboats with Mike and his horny friends, which begins the trope of the horror genre.
2: And, and I like how they set that scene up. Because you hear the music, you see the boats, everything's just kind of coming together, and they just intensify it, and then we cut away. Yeah, We're back to
3: Brody. <laughs> this shark is clearly busting and can hear those cheeks, cla- cheeks clapping, so he's <laughs> going right after it. <laughs> so Brody wakes up, he finds that his kids are gone, which is amazing. I to say, I don't know where my kids are. I'm sure they're fine. See you <laughs> later. Just <laughs> says hello to the housekeeper, and off he goes. That's the 70s, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, what I love in it, it it explains why when I was making a note of, wow, Brody seems sloshed when he gets out to his car and his wife's going with him, you see like six beer cans outside his car that he just like trudges through and he gets a look (laughs) from his wife and he's just like, what do you want from me? I, (laughs) I just got fired so i drank a few in our driveway it's a small town yeah (laughs) yeah how long did like
2: did he just chug them on the way home or like what was that seriously
0: but he was definitely stumbling from the car to the door i know that Mm -hmm. much
3: Uh, we head back out to the ocean get a little bit a little bit of coca-cola product placement
0: (laughs) oh oh i forgot to mention this the product placement in this movie is a bit much there's a scene where they're eating breakfast and they like literally turn the Cheerios box towards the camera. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is this an Adam Sandler movie? What is going on here? <laughs> well, it's they, so they,
2: obvious.
3: They name it's dropped him too. They did. It's a, it's a different era, Eric. Yeah, it was just if we so don't play New movies, we don't see this shit anymore. No, Transformers. I mean, unless you're making fun of it. If you're making yeah. fun of it, then we see it. For sure. We don't see it like that anymore. No, it's more subtle.
0: Yeah, brainwash you with it. The the, the <laughs>
2: light beer cans were very subtle, just like light beer. That's light what you get. <laughs>
3: yeah. So um, we see Miss Annaby. Miss Amity is uh, would like to get busy with mm-hmm. her boyfriend. So, uh, boyfriend is getting the uh, the blanket out when the shark attacks. I think his name was Eddie. Eddie, yes, Eddie. Mm-hmm. So Eddie uh, gets knocked out of the boat, falls into the water, is miles away from the boat for some reason. <laughs> this is really our first graphic shark attack. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, where the 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 first one started with a graphic shark attack. We are. Halfway through our movie. Yeah. And we're finally getting an actual graphic shark attack. I mean, I'm not counting the boat uh, that exploded because we didn't see the diver and the boat just kind of exploded. Sure. So we we didn't didn't get somebody being ripped through the water. That's true. The shark, very much like the first film, grabs onto Eddie, swings him over into the boat where he tries to climb up and (laughs) rips part of the boat off before he explodes into a, a bloody puddle. That was intense. Just yeah, the that,
2: impact. Oh, God. Hurt.
3: Yeah. Just how, whatever rigging they had him on, I hope, God, I hope there was padding on that boat because sure. he hit that, or it was just good sound effects. He hit that boat hard.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Back on Amity, Brody uh, sees an ambulance flying by. So he's like, hey, check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just driving. I'm not putting my siren on them. I'm you know, just, just curious. So they find out that uh, some divers have been attacked by, by the shark. And then, and then he finds out that the kids have taken off to the lighthouse. So then he says, fuck it. We're going to go to the lighthouse. And commandeers <laughs> the deputy and his boat. And off they go. Meanwhile, our horny teenagers get to the lighthouse. And they said, you know what? Let's go past it. Mike knows a better spot. I don't know what fucking better spot there is than the lighthouse. If he's thinking of Cable Junction, Mike's a fucking idiot. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) The lighthouse had a fuck ton of beach. Nobody's there. Go have some fun. No, I I, I know a better spot. I don't know.
2: I genuinely want to know what this other spot is. Have wanted to know since I watched the movie. I don't know. Because it's got to be glorious to sacrifice everything.
3: Mm -hmm. I know a better place to go and fuck than this lighthouse. <laughs> Let's go. So Brody and the deputies end up coming across uh, Tina's joy, which is not a very joyous boat right now. No. They find Tina cowering. She's at the uh, at the at, uh, bow, um, and she ah! confirms she confirms their worst fear that a shark has returned to Amity, and and I love. I love again. This speaks to Brody's character, where he's like, uh, he gets he gets the attention of a passing boat. Uh, his wife and the deputy are gonna stay with with Tina, and he's gonna go chase after the kids. And the deputy starts giving him this direct, you know, the, the nautical terms. Oh, well, you want right. to do this and that, and he's <laughs> he says, "Don't give me that shit." Point. point and yeah just, it, that is fucking brody just yeah that fuck was you good. well what direction am i going and off he goes i do want to shout
2: out uh the actress tina or ann dusenberry in this movie for that scene of her right. being in shock she sold oh, the shit right. out of that yes. Because she did just the intensity of her just trying to catch a breath and then when she finally gets it out like it just sends chills up my spine every time she screams
3: and, and I give her a lot of credit for that. I think between the, the females that were freaking out, mm-hmm. the, the cousin and Tina, oh, yeah. uh, Forgot about that. Tina did a much better job relaying that. Uh, now maybe that's because she had more, she, there's more she was supposed to do. And the cousin was literally told later on, just scream your fucking head off. Yeah. Um, and act belligerent maybe that's what she was told to do but tina i agree she she portrayed that very well
0: yes i also like that brody like took took a moment to actually like make sure she was okay yeah you know he went over to the boat you know uh that was that was good character stuff i thought Mm
3: -hmm. so you catch up to our horny teenagers where our kid is in an inflatable boat which i don't know inflatable boats why the fuck does he have why an inflatable
0: boat? Sounds like a bad idea.
1: Yeah, especially in the after middle he pops of the it. ocean.
0: <laughs> he's pumping it up as he's, he's pumping. In the water. It. I don't get that. Yeah.
3: And I don't know, I'm stupid and I'm not educated. Do you know what he was reciting? I really don't. And he could have been making shit up. I don't know. It
0: sounded familiar. Was yeah, he saying, was... oh, captain, my captain, or something like no, that? No,
3: he wasn't saying that, but he yeah. was... It was
0: something nautical, He had right?
3: his hand in his shirt, and he was saying something is something, Mr. this is Preston, going to be our finest hour. Mr. Our. Mr. Preston! Yes.
2: Man the boats! Then,
3: I can't remember all the,
2: the bits. And, this and, will be and, our finest and hour. It did sound hour.
0: familiar. I'm sure I'm going to kick myself later, but I feel like that might have been a reference to something.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Maybe Shakespeare? No, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs>
3: So as he's inflating his boat, obviously air bubbles are leaking and is making noise. So of all the boats, of all the noises, of all the oceans, this is what pisses the shark off. And it goes right for his inflatable boat. Uh, and he's attacked, which flips him over. The rest of our horny fl- flotilla is attacked. Uh, boats are crashing into each other left and right. Mike bumps his head. He's bleeding. He falls into the water. General chaos ensues. The shark almost gets to Mike, but the guys with the one working sailboat are able to get over to him and pull him into the boat after a couple different tries. And here we actually see the limitations of the animatronic and how this Bruce shark broke because the first shark we knew uh, in the first film broke. And so we didn't see it that much, which worked really fucking well. Mm-hmm. This film, I feel like we saw the shark a bit more, but the shark also broke and couldn't close its mouth. So all mm-hmm. like over half the movie, you just see the shark; the mouth is just always open. And as it goes along the boat, the mouth is open, and you see the top of the mouth like fold. Yeah, as it bounces off again.
0: I didn't notice that. That's great. It, and, and you I can
3: mean, as a kid, it's scary as shit. Yeah. But as an adult, I went, oh, that 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 technology's fucked.
2: <laughs> I mean if you look close enough you can see some of the animatronics gears. on the insides some mm-hmm. of the gears and whatnot it's a great shot it's mm, just it ruined is. by <laughs> the again the limitations
3: like if it, it hadn't yeah. folded yeah. like it w- if it, if it had kept that shape that would have been great but they hit it like hard that the left the left side stopped the right side kept going and it yeah. went oh oh that's painful
0: do you mm. see like sparks coming off? <laughs> no, but
3: no, but there is a much better shot that uh-huh. doesn't even show that much that I think does a does a much better job that we'll be coming to
0: real quick, uh, what he was quoting the kid was a Churchill speech. No, oh, yeah. this will be our finest hour. Yeah. Good old Churchill, Yay. okay. World War II.
3: So Mike, Mike's <laughs> passed out, and he's being sailed back uh, for, for help by the one boat that could sail so that they can sell hel- send for help. Um, the rest of the boats end up tying themselves together and just float, because that's all that they can do. Brody ends up getting to the lighthouse, doesn't see the kids, radios for air patrol, who, uh, who he did radio for earlier to take off, apparently still hadn't taken off from hmm. wherever the hell he is. Um, and he keeps saying, well, I'm out here all alone. And then, and then confuses Bro- Brody. Brody doesn't, doesn't know how to swim, can't operate operate a boat, and can't switch channels on a radio because Harbor Patrol then switches channels and Brody can't figure out how to switch channels. <laughs> Kids are continuing to float towards Cable Junction. When we get a shot of Harbor Patrol as he's passing Cable Junction, which then uh, he finds the no longer horny flotilla and radios in their location, he lands, and ends, ends up passing a, uh, a, they end up passing him a rope to tie to the helicopter, and his whole goal is, I'm going to take off, and I'm going to just tow you guys over to Cable Junction, we're going to radio the Coast Guard, everything's going to be fine. At no point during this interaction do the kids say, hey, there's a giant fucking shark, and this is why we're fucked.
0: That- but. I would never expect this to actually happen in real life, to be (laughs) fair. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to
3: put my, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes and go, would I mention that? I don't know. Yeah. But I also saw this massive shark that fucked all our boats up. I don't know.
2: It does feel like one little nugget of information. It would have been good to just come out and be like, hey, dude, there's a shark. Be careful. Just be aware. Yeah. Make this quick.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good point.
3: What what would have actually come of that who knows because he still would have had to make noise and take off yeah. you know, no matter what. Yeah. So, as he attempts to take off, the shark um does attack the helicopter, pulls it uh, down into the water, the Somehow. blades hit the water, which I mean, the shark weighs enough You know, and it deflates the, the, what the pontoons are, they're not solid plastic. They're inflatable. That's a good point. That's a good point. Why, why they're inflatable? uh, Movie product. That's why. So, (laughs) so it pulls it right down. The blades hit the water. They shatter. They start hitting the flotilla, taking down sails. So now definitely no one can do shit. And there's actually a deleted scene here. Of the helicopter pilot underwater, which is fucking terrifying. That is scary. With mm-hmm. him in the cabin trying to escape, and the shark gets in and eats him.
0: Yeah. Why was that not in the movie? That's intense. Because
2: they were trying to avoid an
0: R rating. It was rating. Yeah. It was what? all rating.
3: There's something else that comes this would up have been later. So
0: much better rated R.
3: There's something else that I went yes. There's something else later that I'll get to that I had to I had to go do some research in and found out another reason. Oh, that's why it, they didn't include it, mm. and they changed the ending of a character for a character uh, no to cha- to make sure it wasn't rated R.
0: Okay, I'm curious to
3: hear that. So uh, the shark then attacks the flotilla again. Sean is knocked in the water. Um, Mar Marge Margie yeah Margie run jumps in the water um, and saves him. Uh, is able to get him onto the boat, but in turn is devoured whole right in front of Shad. And this is what, Stephen, I think you were equating to, like his acting of what, he, what the kid was supposed to be portraying. Yeah. This part and this attack, I feel, is one of the strongest parts because even though we don't see Marge get eaten, we see it from the back half, just the massive size of the shark comes up behind her swallows her and just the the terror that you see on Sean's face yeah, uh, I think sells this entire scene. For sure.
2: And you know we haven't even talked about this but where we've kind of talked about how they didn't quite show the shark or in the first film but they were trying to do something different with this one. If you notice a lot of the shark movements that they, they actually track with the camera are above water like on its head. Yep. So you're getting like a different angle. So it's almost like they, they were trying to do something a little bit different. So it wasn't just trying to emulate Spielberg. And since it's supposed to be a lot more vicious, they were trying to do these interesting shots. And that was one of them, like from the head coming up to Marge and then snapping her like that. And it's like, it's it's effective.
0: Definitely.
3: Sean is now experiencing his own PTSD because mm-hmm. he literally saw someone eaten whole hole in front of him, like feet from him the rest of the flotilla is trying to toss him a rope which he's not answering or not catching the only reason he actually goes for the rope is because one of mike's friends threatens to quote break his ass so <laughs> that's what snaps him out of it they slowly continue to float towards cable junction meanwhile brody encounters mike and the guys as he's sailing back mike informs brody that uh you know, they're flowing, floating towards Cable Junction, but Sean is with them. And, uh, then we go back to the kids. They're almost to Cable Junction when the boat begins to scrape the bottom and the cousin begins to freak out saying that the shark is coming back. Uh, this is where she starts to, starts to become unhinged. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Okay, I wanna yeah, who, I, I wanna touch on something real quick before we sure. get too far. I wanna go back to Mike for a second. Mike is a piece of shit in this movie, okay? <laughs> because his excuse about Sean was the weakest, like I would have backhanded my own kid for he saying so to come. he wanted to come, it was okay. It's like, no, you stupid ass. Did I not ground you for this very reason? Yeah. I mean, you dumbass. No, I mean I understand. He he held it together, <laughs> you know. But you could just see this anger. Like I'll fucking deal with you later. But I gotta I gotta go save your brother right now.
3: <laughs> and then you're safe. You're bleeding. You're in a sailable ship. Get to the fucking lighthouse and wait there. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go take care of this shit. And then yeah, Jackie. This is where she becomes very
2: very hard to deal with in the movie when she her escalation I understand where she's coming from the acting. She's trying to just get that that manic energy, but God, there's a moment where you're just like, calm down. Take and it
3: down. now. Yeah, it <laughs> I don't know if that's her. I don't know if that was the direction she was told. I mean that's well, that's always a tough part with these movies when people like shit on actors or things that happen. Yeah. Um I can't always fault the actors because was that t- were they told to right. do that? Sure. Now I, I don't know.
2: I've actually seen her in a few other films, and she usually plays these type of troubled characters. So maybe this was in her wheelhouse, and it was giving her a chance to to just go an extra level that she was never able to do. But like you said, I don't... I mean, if I was a director, I would have just been like, just, just a hair. Pull Again, a the bit. the manic energy, I get it. In the moment, yep. sure. I'm sure somebody out there would be that person. And maybe sure. that's what they were going for. But
3: it, it does well,
2: become... The- hard to watch at some point we're like
3: god calm down none of the other teenagers are at that level of hysterics yeah i mean every everyone does scream and yell at some capacity but not to where she's just consistently going yeah near near the end uh so brody does end up showing up at cable junction he's got the police boat he's ready to save him um the kids begin jumping up and down screaming making a shit ton of noise even though five minutes earlier they started Paddling, going, Wait, what about the shark? And they stopped. Uh so before Brody he's he's gonna try to pull them over so they can get aboard the boat. And before that happens, the shark le- leaps, uh shows up between the boats and the flotilla, and Brody freaks out and fucking guns it, not looking where he's going. Ends up crashing into the island. Um I do like that so, shot
2: though, where it mm, comes
3: up out of the water. Yeah. That was a good yeah. shot. Brody ends up, uh, after crashing, he's got the brilliant idea. I was like, look, I'm going to drop the winch into the water. You guys drag it over, and then I'm going to pull you back to the water, uh, back over to the island. Now, granted, I don't know if I would have had the forethought to be like, yeah, don't drop it where there's rocks and shit for it to get caught on. Just pull it over. I'm going to let it out little by little so it stays up in the air. But then we wouldn't have a way to kill a shark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as the kids are dragging it over, it gets caught. He reverses it; it gets caught on a cable, maybe a cable that we saw once before, huh? So as he pulls Chekhov's it back up, cable. Mm, Check off cable. So the shark ends up breaking right through the middle of a catamaran, sending a bunch of the kids back into the water. Uh, our cousin, what was her name again? Stephen. Jackie. Jackie. Um, sitting on the boat, screaming her fucking head off while everybody else in the water is swimming to safety. This is the part that I had to go look up because one of the girls is hit by the shark yeah, and gets scraped and begins to bleed. And I never quite understood, what was this teeth? Was this a gill? Why did the shark go past her? I don't know. But this is actually a lead up to a scene that was deleted to change the end of the movie because for the rating, you had to not kill so many people, not show so much blood. And there is a still that can be seen that is shared a lot on YouTube of one of the uh, gentlemen on the upside down pontoon of a catamaran as the shark is approaching them head on and that, you know, oh, that person's going to die. And I looked at this and saw, uh, wait a second, there's a bite missing from that catamaran. Did I miss somebody dying? Well, apparently they shot this and then changed it, and the shark was going past this girl to kill Bob or whoever this individual was. Um, And they shot the scene and killed him, but because they wanted to not have the R rating, they omitted that and actually saved the character who made it to the island.
0: That's right. Wow, that's interesting. So that's that
3: why the shark swims past her in this point and doesn't actually eat her. Because it's going after somebody else and for some reason just ignores her. Mm. So now we've got Sean and, um, and the cousin who's still sitting, Jackie, on, on the boat. Um, they're the only two left on the flotilla. Now this is where the giant bite is mis- missing from the catamaran. Brody notices there's now a giant electrical cable full of high voltage. It's suspended in the air. So he says, you know what? I'm going to crawl across this and jump in a boat. (laughs) Because I remember this expert once told me that sharks are attracted to noise. Checks off noise. That's right. (laughs) So he floats out to the middle in this little inflatable raft and starts beating the shit out of the cable with an oar. It's
0: you,
2: Yeah, I was about to say, you got to have some confidence that this is going to work. Otherwise, you
3: are screwed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, the one, well, I'll continue. <laughs> so as he's beating the shit out of the cable, we see that the shark stops attacking the boat with Sean and Jackie. And that it's going to be going after him now. And he's hanging there just above the water with the cable. So, as he continues to beat the cable, the sound is technically coming from the cable underwater, but the shark goes through the cable above the water. That's just where I go, all right, well, you fuck that up, director. <laughs> so, as the shark is going straight for him, he tells him to open up and say, ah, and then at the last minute, pushes away, so we get some amazing 1978 electrical special effects of the shark igniting on fire exploding pyrotechnics
0: it's beautiful oh yeah it was pretty great uh the eyes were smoking it was kind yeah, of that the eyes stretch. were smoking and yeah. fire came out of them at one point yeah <laughs> that whole scene
2: is probably one of my favorites out of the entire film because the even again going back to john williams doing proper lead up the music is just intense and just builds and builds and then as soon as it hits, everything just stops, and all you hear is the
0: crackling of the electricity, the flames, everything. It's just its beautiful. And, of course, because the electricity, he would latch onto it, or the shark yeah. would latch onto it and wouldn't be able to let not go. Not be able to let go. Yeah, so it just fries itself, yeah. Which I don't know if this was ever tested,
3: but Brody being that close to it, I don't know if he also would not have
0: I kind of wondered that, too, yeah. Yeah, I mean, though he's in the water, right? Yeah or touching the water at least. I well, think. he's in a rubber boat, but yeah.
3: rubber isn't like the, for rubber to protect you has to be extremely thick, mm-hmm. uh, to protect you from electricity. So, uh, I don't, There's I don't a know. I've, my, di- my disbelief, d- disbelief has been suspended because <laughs> a shark is being, a bullet is hitting an air tank and exploding. That doesn't happen,
0: but it's okay. <laughs> Spielberg's got me here, but Spielberg's not here. I'll tell you what, uh, listeners. Let us know in the comments below. Would Would Brody have survived in real life?
2: I've never thought like to to look in, into that, but it's, in the,
0: on social it, media or whatever, yeah, <laughs> whatever they're calling it these days is not Twitter. God damn it! <laughs> I hate it so it's much. still te- yeah.
3: it's still technically twatter or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if Brody would be dead or not, but somewhere somebody had their power go out, and they're probably pissed. Sure. <laughs> oh yeah. So at this point, everyone rejoices. The shark is gone, sinks to the bottom. Brody paddles out to what is left of the horny flotilla. He gets his son. He gets Mike's potential booty call that will never come back again. And we are left with Brody paddling over to the island of Cable Junction to somehow radio for help. Finn.
0: Ah, I see what you did there.
3: Uh. (laughs) I'm hilarious. (laughs) And that's Jaws 2, uh, which... Which, overall, uh, I still enjoyed watching. What about you?
2: It's a fun watch. I mean, it will never be Jaws. Nothing. No, you can't expect Nothing it to be. will ever yeah. be Jaws. Yeah. The, it's, no, no. It, but for the swath of shark movies and shark Jaws ripoffs that we have, Jaws 2 is one of the best, if not the best, out of all of these shark movies that have come after Jaws, that I will stand behind.
0: I I think I agree. I was not expecting that much from this movie, uh, it, but it was pretty entertaining. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I think it's at least the best shark sequel, which is pretty easy. There's not a lot of good ones. There.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, get best shark shark Sh- yes. attack two. Uh, st-
0: I hate shark you. attack three. Me watch that? Uh,
3: whoever, whoever. No, that was Chris. Chris maybe. Oh
0: yeah, that shark one. attack three. We haven't watched that one yet. Yeah.
3: Stop it! Stop everything that you're saying. We don't, we don't need more. Um, I, I mean, overall, the audience does not like this film. The critics like this more. Sixty-two uh, percent on Rotten Tomatoes from the uh, from the critics. Thirty-nine uh, percent from the audience.
2: Now, if the audience can tell me what shark movie that is not
0: Jaws can be Maybe. better than this. By all means, I could I'm, just imagine someone walking out being like, "Man, Orca was better," or something. I don't know. I haven't seen Orca, and, and look. but no, like that was current, I, right? Like, yeah.
2: And, and I'm, not gonna, I'm not knocking Orca. I mean, it was it was serviceable. Like, I enjoyed it. I mean, you had Richard Harris. Yeah. You know, he's he's always fun. Richard Harris is great. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm not knocking that movie at all. But this is this is one of the best shark
0: movies that is not Jaws. Period. I could definitely see an argument for that. Uh, you know, a lot of the shark movies I've seen haven't been particularly good, and this was okay. This was this was decent. Mm-hmm. Again, big drop in quality from the first one, but that doesn't. But the first one is like on a pedestal. that's god tier, man. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's like exactly god tier is a good word for it. Yeah. Uh, so I was not even expecting it to be that. I will say, compared to like Jurassic Park versus The Lost World. Or any of the Jurassic Park sequels, this is way above those. Yeah. As far as the sequel goes.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This, this movie
3: maybe. I don't know specifically what people dislike about it. I know there's little parts here and there, and there's things about it that make me go, all right, it's not Jaws, but I don't I there's a big difference between Jaws one and two yeah. and three and four. Sure. Like Ooh, there there is yeah. there is a drop from one to two. But there is a there's a big drop from two to three, and then there's even a bigger drop from three to four. Yes, uh, they they're, the f- they're j- just get far worse the more you go.
0: The fourth one is like the Mariana Trench deep. Like that's mm-hmm. how low they go. The, f- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fourth bad. one. The fourth
3: <laughs> one had multiple endings because the right. first <laughs> ending looks so bad, and we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll get to that. I in can't
0: like wait. Two man. years next we year. we got two years, but next year. Well, we'll maybe be just I can't I, I think I could wait. Yeah, you could wait.
3: We'll, we'll we'll spend some more next year. We'll have a little bit more. I won't have a. I'll be like I won't be worrying about the delivery of my second spawn next year. Yeah. So we'll be able to have a
0: few more movies next year for sure. Yeah, we went kind of light on this Shark Week, but I think we're going to go all out on the next one for sure.
3: We'll have two or three every year because there's plenty of shark movies, and we'll we want to feature at least one known or uh, good in mm-hmm. air quotations. Uh, you know, Deep Blue Sea. I enjoy. It's not a good film, but I enjoy it. It's oh, not yeah. Jaws. You know, there's plenty of shark movies out there to choose from mm-hmm. that that are gonna not be Shark Attack Two that we're <laughs> that we're gonna watch. Mm-hmm. So uh, overall, I know the audience is not a fan of this, but uh, you guys enjoyed it from a scale of one one to Better five. Eric, what what would you rate this on a scale five? of one to five? Oh, yeah,
0: that's tough. Um three point three point oh, eight. You
3: you're getting really technical every time I talk Well
0: about. yeah, five's five uh five scales just too that's tough, you know.
2: Eh. I give it a four. I'll I, yeah? I, I okay. will every day, yeah. Hmm.
3: I think I'd have this around a three and a half for okay. me. Okay. Um I could see a four. For me personally, just three and a half. Um, it's still a good movie. Hmm. Jaws being like four and a half, five. Um, it's is it's not a big drop. Like three, three and Revenge go down considerably.
2: Again, uh, we're we're talking about trying to sequelize something that is just unmatchable. You you you, you there can't was, you can't. But they did a an admirable job continuing that story and adding some wrinkles and elements to play that in somebody else's hands it could have just been like "Ah, as another shark and they show up and oh they got to deal with it and they could have just gotten new characters that we didn't give a damn about and that could have ruined it completely
0: i guess i was fully expecting it to be on the level of three and four because i remember three and four being real bad uh but no it was it was better than meh it was good i think Mm -hmm. you know overall i'll fight anybody over this all day <laughs> i will say I, though I, I do think it is tough for a modern audience like i said early on with the pacing especially in the first half but once it gets going it moves
2: hey there, there are a lot of i grew up disliking like movies that were in black and white and i got over that stupidity
0: everybody <laughs> else can do it like my movies oh but yeah I, need, I think we need more of them
2: i've i've gotten into a rhythm on my weekends now where i'll get up in the morning get a cup of coffee, and I'll pop in an old movie. Like I watched uh, awesome. Night at the Opera the other morning, I think yeah, yeah. Sunday, and I'm just enjoying it, you know? Watch some old That's classics, awesome. why not?
3: Oh, yeah. I think the only way you can really do a sequel to this is to not do a direct sequel. Yes. Similar to what uh, you, you spoke about with the prequel with the Indianapolis. Yeah. I think That's so a completely smart. different story that, that. that is relatable... But it's not this. It's not this. All right, it's this one twenty-five foot shark that we have to hold to the same caliber and storyline and everything that Jaws did. Mm-hmm. Um, if done right, I bet Indianapolis could be that. That story could be great, uh, maybe. But it could also be fucking awful. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: we we've already had one that was awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Well, maybe Spielberg will will do it. Yeah. As, as the, the talks were as recent as May of 2020, um, that if they ever want to do it, Shaw's grandson, uh, Fredia Shaw, has expressed interest in potentially pr- portraying a wow. younger Quinn.
1: I and love that. Should,
3: should almost, it ever be produced?
2: I'm so. almost positive. You said it was his grandson?
3: Yeah, Shaw's grandson.
2: I mm-hmm. saw someone... And I guess it was him because they they said it was, I thought it was his son, but it had to have been his grandson because the age, he was dressed up like Quint on Instagram, looked just like him. It was uncanny. No way.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. So,
2: yeah, I'd be down to see that.
3: Well, maybe it'll happen someday, but uh until then nobody
0: nobody fuck with the Jaws franchise. It's been fucked with enough. Let's just <laughs> leave it alone. I don't know. I you know, growing up, I was a big fan of like Back to the Future and in Back to the Future 2, we get that was it Jaws 10? 19. Pre- 19? Yeah. Oh my god. It, no. It's way. already happened. They buddy. would never have Go gone right. that far, but uh I was kind of like thought it'd be cool if the franchise kept going and kept getting worse. <laughs> I just this respond. time, it's really, like the, really personal. Yeah, like the, the <laughs> Fast really and the Furious hilarious. franchise. Like, there was actually a joke. Uh, was it for the 30th anniversary or something where they did, like, fake previews? Like, real yes. quick. You know what I'm talking about? We'll post it when, on social media, but that thing was when, hilarious. When, when we were reaching the
3: date that Marty arrived in the future... That's
0: what it was. It was in 2015, right?
3: I forget the yeah. exact date. It was October or something. Yeah. Um, May, it might have been fifteen, but uh, they were they were re-releasing st- Everybody was doing it yeah. from what Marty saw in the future, because the future was now.
0: Yeah. The fake out of the hoverboards, all that, but, you know. Yeah,
3: all, all that shit was, I was coming I wait coming
0: for out. us to talk about the Back to the Future movies on this podcast at some point. I don't know if I, we're doing it as a season just yet, but I, we might have to. It, I know the perfect people to have for that. Ah, okay. That
3: are massive fans of the franchise. Ooh, I so. think
0: I know who you're talking about.
3: So we'll we'll have to grab them and have them back. Mm-hmm. Well, boys, uh, this has been fun. Uh, Steven, where can everybody find you?
2: Uh, well, I'm still on social media on the the X or whatever the hell it's called. Thank and you, Instagram. thank you for not leaving us yet. Isn't not that yet, Ty West you. movie. I am thinking, of yeah, the Sorry. Ty West movie. That's where we're all at now. <laughs> Stupid! <laughs>
0: it's so dumb. It's so dumb.
2: <laughs> as soon as I find a new social media home, that's where I'm going. Same. I'm getting a lot off of this us in that boat. X crap because I don't even know what it is anymore. But yeah, you can find me there. Uh, you can listen to me on Horror Ramblings. We're kind of on a break right now in July, but we'll be kicking back up in August again. And then uh, Inspired by Weeboo, still going. Check that out every Wednesday. We're going through Full Metal Alchemist. And like I said, uh, Deer and the Mummy got something else coming later this year. Ooh.
3: Nice. I'm That's just awesome. going to
2: dangle
0: that right there. Looking forward to it. Eric? Well, as always, you can find me on social media at eric slater that's eric with k slater with the d uh but definitely check out the super switch club if you haven't already we're doing some fun stuff over there we just r- released our donkey kong episode which which zach was on it was a lot of fun i uh, could contribute and at some point we got to rope uh steven into it we yes be i've been wanting to jump in games. on that yeah
3: <laughs> uh you can usually follow me over at the neat cast but i'm on sabbatical because i have a, a second child that's like two weeks old at this point. So that mm-hmm. has uh, distracted me from podcasting. Don't tell my wife I'm doing <laughs> this right now. She thinks I'm working.
0: Congrats, by uh, the way. Yeah. I don't know thank if you. we've said that on a recording. So yes. just so it's
3: out. There. I haven't recorded uh, yeah. since I've had my daughter. So yeah. no, we're, but thank
0: you. We're, Glad that you were able to make it tonight. This is mm-hmm. this is fun, as always. I, I
3: I appreciate you guys just starting without me and letting me just crash <laughs> and then just grab the steering wheel from you, Eric. Move over. Yeah. I'll take this. <laughs> uh, but normally, you can still listen to the boys over at the Neatcast. They're still releasing shit, and I'll be back at some point. Until then, I'll be submitting for Podcasters Assemble and uh, Super Switch Club, because I did play Streets of Rage 2. Did so you really? I did. My what? former boss had a full-on arcade in his office no and way. i played the in through the entire game in his office
0: that's amazing oh i can't wait to hear about it that's awesome
3: that it's gonna be a fun time yeah uh, so thank you everyone for listening i appreciate you uh, listening to us be disassembled uh support your local indie podcasters follow us on patreon which uh we've got a few patreon people eric real quick who who do we have
0: oh i always forget prince, to pull this up. prince harming Yes, Prince is one and of Erica, them. Erica, and Erica Carroll.
3: Who is still tolerating Chris. That is right. Despite his love of some <laughs> weird Christmas movie. I don't know why. Yeah. Anyways, thank you. Go join, uh, follow us on Patreon because we get some good. Um, We've
0: got a lot of good, good content on there.
3: Good shit that Eric puts together. Because Eric's it, a man.
0: I'll occasionally leak it on the main channel, but trust me, there's a lot of stuff you guys don't hear if you just listen to the main channels.
3: So. There's a lot of shit it's worth paying for. Yeah. All right, do it.
0: All right, so until next time, podcasters,
3: don't, don't, get, don't get horny on a boat. Shark, shark, come bite that ass off. All right? Uh, bye-bye. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network.
0: Follow us on Twitter
2: at probably work for more of our questionable content.
0: Also, we have a website called probably work.com.
3: Sorry, I tried to walk into this conversation like three times and <laughs>
0: then something would happen. But like, <laughs> oh, right, no. Yeah, we were having some technical difficulties ourselves before we got started. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I know. Uh uh Steven had to get up early, so we figured we go ahead and get, get the ball rolling. By all means get the ball rolling. How far into so, this are we? We we just introed the movie. Uh we talked a little bit about the creators. Um I talked about my backstory with it. I think yeah. that's where we are. I don't know. Yeah. I'm talking about really, when we first We haven't gotten into the plot or anything it. if that yeah. So yeah, uh And the shark
3: Shark almost gets to make it. That makes no sense. I should pre-read my note, my my notes.